Martinez, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one episode at a time. And today I'm joined by my friend Jackie. Hello, I'm the Ultimate Friends fan. And we're missing one friend today, Jason, who is taking a little well-deserved time off. Um, So... Well, we miss him, but we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> so we're on the 83rd episode, uh, the one with the girl from Poughkeepsie. I can't say this. Poughkeepsie. I think it's like, I know there's a G-H in there, but I think it's just like Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. Yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers will get mad at us for this, but whatever. The one with the girl from Poughkeepsie. It premiered on December 18, 1997, um, with 23.22 million viewers. Jackie, give us the lowdown. Yes. So Ross attempts a long distance relationship, obviously, with a girl from Poughkeepsie and, you know, a girl from uptown and then maybe a girl from Nova Scotia. But, anyways, um, Chandler tries to set up Rachel on a date with his colleagues and Monica is getting bullied at her new job and Phoebe writes a holiday song, which I absolutely love. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a good song. Where do you want to start off? Um, let's start with Rachel. Rachel says she wants to be, she hasn't had a fling it's holidays. So everything is holiday themed right now. And um, she wants a fling quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since she's quote unquote been flung. Yeah. So um, Rachel doesn't want to be alone for the holiday. She's looking for to have a fling. And Chandler says, you know what? I've got some colleagues. I can see what their situation is. And he goes to his colleagues. And it's when he goes to his colleagues, it sounds like he is looking to be set up with his colleagues. Yeah. Um, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a pretty funny conversation. Um, but he was doing this all for Rachel. And luckily, he does find a date for Rachel. And his name is Patrick. Yes. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is like the guys automatically react, well, I'm not looking for something with commitment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this hits home because this is all the guys that I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they're all then Chandler clears it up. No, no, she's not looking for anything serious. So then they're all for it. They're all for it. And then this gets, you know, Rachel gets all confused, um, or Rachel gets Chandler confused because you know, it's like, no, like she, maybe it could turn into something, you know, but like the guys were led on to think that she only wanted a fling. So one of the guys, Patrick, like you mentioned, he, she ends up having a good time with him. And then she, and then he ends it because then Chandler goes back to Patrick and says, oh no, she's looking for something more. And mm-hmm. so it just, it just is typical. I hate to be like, you know, like generalization, but it just, in my experience, it's, it's hard to find somebody who wants a commitment and everybody wants, you know, everybody kind of isn't looking for, and they're just looking for a fling. But I, I feel Rachel on this. Like you start off something hoping maybe it turns into a commitment, but then she like kind of misled Chandler saying like she hasn't been flung in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Did you notice the Etch-A-Sketch when Rachel and Chandler were talking in the apartment? Oh, no. It said, um, our Christmas tree, put presents here. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look mean, out for these Etch-A-Sketches. You guys always see them. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, every time I see it, I get excited. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's I think it was just a miscommunication. Yeah, totally. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, what yeah. can you what can you do? At least, yeah. at least Rachel had a good time with Patrick. Yeah, at least she had a good date, and 
And I get it too. Cause like as a single woman during the holidays, I haven't shared a holiday probably since I was with somebody significant since I was 27, I am 35 now. So it's like, you kind of like, I, but I'm not sulking in that. I love the holiday still. I love the time with my family. I love the time mm -hmm. with my friends. I love the Christmas cheer. I am like a big holiday person. So I don't necessarily like, I understand how Rachel's feeling, but I don't sulk in it where, you know, I'm just going to be like sad about it. I'm like, nah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, Hopefully, Rachel and Patrick need to get in the future. I don't know. But she doesn't need to be sad. She needs to be, you know, have a mentality like you. you know? Yeah. Enjoy yeah. time with her friends. Yeah, enjoy time with her friends and just, you know, hang out with them. And But I get, what she, I get where she's going, but then I'm like, but it's okay. You're going to be okay, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. And then one person who might not be okay is Monica after she yeah. continues to get bullied at work. I know. I know. So she finally, she achieved her finally dream job and it isn't what it's meant, you know, what she thought it would be, but nothing ever is. You have to adjust in life. And so this is where she, you know, Alessandro starts off with, you know, Hey, sorry, you, we had to fire the uncle, but you know, you want to do what's good for your business and she knows what's good. So yeah, she gets bullied at work by everybody, which is so mean. <laughs> it, it is mean. And I mean, I, I think it's really nice that Joey stepped up. Yeah. Oh, and you know, what was funny about that too is like, um, <laughs> Orson Welles, like, you know who Orson Welles, Orson Welles is. He was the director of Citizen Kane, which is one of the most influential films of all time. Like, you know, if you know films, if you know journalism, all this stuff, like, you know who he is. And I love how Joey didn't know who he was. <laughs> See, I've heard of Orson Welles, but same. I didn't, it didn't click. Like, the name yeah. didn't click. Yeah, yeah. And then, so J Chandler mentions the idea for Monica to like become to, you know, get over the bullying at work. Chandler mentions, hey, why don't you hire Joey so you can mm -hmm. fire him in front of everybody? And then, you know, that's what quote unquote Orson Welles used to do. And when he started filming his films and then Chandler, then Joey goes, you know, oh, does it Orson Welles do Burger King commercials? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was funny that, um, you know, Joey is just there strictly to help Monica. But then mm -hmm. when he starts seeing the good tips that are coming in, he yeah. has second thoughts. thoughts about him helping Monica because he wants to help himself. Yeah. And those tips are so good, especially like we have a friend, Olivia, and she makes a lot of money working at Mastro's. Like those tips at nice restaurants are actually really good. So I think when Chandler didn't realize that, but now sees it, he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I think, you know, Rachel, uh, Monica was still being bullied and it got to the point where she was locked in the freezer yeah, and they, and there was pasta spilled, pasta sauce spilled on her oh, shoulder. Yeah. And at that point she felt confident enough to stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. um, but then she was also having doubts because she didn't want to be seen as the mean one. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I guess like something you have to balance, you know, well, I'm not a boss, but it's something, you know, when you, this would, this would be good Jason input because he's, you know, the news director and VP, but like you have to balance where you're stern but then, you know, still be looked at as a boss, but also like, you don't want to be a complete meanie, you know? So, yeah. So 
I I don't know. I sympathize with her, with her because it is hard to stand your ground, or especially uh -huh. when you're managing a project, it's mm. hard to stand your ground because you don't totally. want to be seen as the mean one, as the bossy one. Mm. Um, but you also don't want to be taking advantage of either. Yeah. So I was happy that Joey, you know, once he saw Monica was trying to stand up for herself and she was having trouble, Joey stepped in after she was like, you know, after that speech I gave you guys, and Joey was like, what speech? Tell tell it to us again. Like we don't, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, he did. He did. He wasn't paying attention the day before. <laughs> yeah. So then Monica felt the courage to kind of just lay it down mm -hmm. and you know fire Joey. Yeah, exactly. So and it helped. Um, so, but she stays at Alessandro's for a very long time. So this this dream job of hers, like they finally give Monica. Her, you know, a long lasting job where she's through these four seasons has been in and out of jobs. And so it's good. It's good for her. So I'm happy. Like you said, Joey's a loyal dude. And, you know, we've always discussed that throughout the podcast. And so she actually like he actually sticks to his guns and plays his part. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And coming up, we'll talk about the girl from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> 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 Yes, we'll be right back. <laughs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, guys, we're back. Um, let's talk about Ross's new amazing girl that he met on the train, the girl yeah. from Kukipski. So one thing to know, I feel like the storyline was kind of dug into the back, like, it, yes. The name of the title of this episode should have been something else, in my opinion. Yes. The one where Joey gets fired or something, or the one where Rachel gets set up. You know, something else with the other storylines. Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is, and we still like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Ross meets a girl, right? Yeah. He meets a girl on a train, and she's actually from Poughkeepsie. So Poughkeepsie, which is upstate New York and um, it's two hour train ride. So then he meets a girl from uptown, you know, in Manhattan. And so then he's deciding what one like to, to date. So he discusses with his friends and decides the uptown girl is not actually that fun. So he continues to date the Poughkeepsie girl, but then he falls asleep on the train and the train actually ends up going all the way to Montreal and Canada. And that train, I looked it up, it's 11 hours long and it's called the Adirondack. Adirondack, and it's the intercity rail passenger train operated daily from New York City to Montreal. It takes 11 hours to cover a distance of 381 miles. 381 miles, I thought, like, that's actually not that far. So, because um, when I go home to NorCal, it's 320 miles. And so I just, like, oh, New York and Montreal, like, you can go from the US to Canada. It's not that far. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem that far when you think about it being two different countries. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> and so, yeah, he, so it's funny that you see, like, and then he ends up, um, 
yeah, he ends up going to Montreal. And then this actual like woman that he sits next to is really pretty, really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She was a stunner. <laughs> and then he, yeah, he tries to get, you know, talk to her more, whatever the case is. I don't even yeah, know what he tried, Well, no, yeah, he, she wakes up next to him. And then she's like, oh, I live in Nova Scotia, which is a two-hour, mm-hmm. you know, ferry ride from Montreal. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, long distance to long distance to long distance. <laughs> it's like he's chasing a girl that he liked on the train. I, girl on the train that's another book and movie but that's a whole other thing that's a whole thriller that is commitment yeah so it was kind of strange that it was kind of just like put off to the side the storyline and meeting a girl on train and stuff so I personally have never met anybody on a train mm-hmm. I would go pre-pandemic I would go on the train all the time Vanessa would drop me off from work <laughs> yes I took the train with you once to San Diego oh yes it was not nice it is nice I love taking the train <laughs> me too because you're just chilling you know yeah. you're just and that train the surf flying train from LA to San Diego along the coast so pretty <laughs> yes yeah so I mean like I said the storyline for me it was kind of like in the back burner mm-hmm. I think I was more focused on Monica's story mm-hmm. line and um the whole Chandler setting up Rachel with Patrick yeah exactly exactly so but, yeah it wasn't it wasn't a bad storyline but it's true a lot of people you know find their loves or try to meet they meet people on the plane uh, at an airport oh. anywhere love is anywhere Love is anywhere. It could happen at any time. Exactly. <laughs> Did you have any favorite lines? Oh, we have to talk about Phoebe's holiday song. Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, talking about Phoebe. Um, yeah. I noticed, like, something right off the bat. Yeah. They kept hiding her belly in the cafe at the beginning of the episode. A random thing. There was, like, a pig magazine and then a guitar and a mm-hmm. coffee mug on her lap. Yeah, yes, yes. So they're hiding her belly because she's pregnant. She, Lisa Kudrow is actually pregnant in season four and you'll see how they write that in, in the next episode, next few episodes, how they write her pregnancy in to the series, which is a huge story arc for, for um, Phoebe. But yeah, so they had to do something. And so, um, and they're able to do it. So we'll discuss that in the next episode, but I love her holiday song. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It's so Phoebe. It's so Phoebe. Can you sing it to us? Yes. <clears throat> Went to the store, sat on Santa's lap, asked him to bring my friends all kind of crap, said all you need is to write them a song. Now you haven't heard it, so don't try to sing along. No, don't try to sing along. <laughs> Monica, Monica, have a happy Monica. Saw Santa Claus. He said hello to Rob. <laughs> and please tell Joey that Christmas will be snowing. <laughs> and Rachel and Chandler, Lola Handler. <laughs> you did a really good impression. Well, uh-huh. jo- good job done. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I've heard it so many times. I can I know where the notes are and everything. <laughs> is that the iconic Christmas song that people are talking about? Or is there another one? No, this is it. This is it. Oh really? <laughs> this is funny. It's so random. Yeah, this is Phoebe's Christmas song that was just hilarious. And yes, this is this is the one of the iconic things from her. 
So that's gonna smelly cat, but I think it's still like good. For it's pretty her. good. Like yeah. you can tell that she's committed with her tone and with her voice. <laughs> you know, not her sexy voice, but no, not her, her sexy voice. voice. Yeah, her same voice, and it, it's just it's funny because it's just it's so the lyrics, everything's so Phoebe esque. You're mm -hmm. like, what? <laughs> Did you have any favorite lines? That was it. The Phoebe's that holiday it. song yeah, and the awesome dog thing, but Phoebe's holiday song was my favorite part of this episode. This was a good one. Anything mm -hmm. else to add? No, I just I again like love the holiday song. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good song. Um, I'm excited to see that storyline that we're going to see that you mentioned the whole Phoebe yeah. thing mm -hmm. um, come into play yes. in the next few episodes. Yes. So yeah. in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Phoebe gives her brother the gift of life. If yes. you loved it, like this episode, please subscribe, give us five star ratings, and leave nice comments. Yes, and follow us on Friends with Friends Instagram. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.